What's going on, everybody? Uh, kind of started before everybody was listening. Actually, it got a little interesting, so we'll, we'll pick up where we left off. But um, Austin is running fashionably late. Uh, as you guys know, he is a busy guy. So we're going to start without him. Um, I have a guest today. Joe, sir, uh, Joe, I've known pretty much forever. He's known me since I was a baby, so I'm glad he's here. We're going to have a lot of discussion that has to do with why I wanted him here, which was paranormal, and then we're going to also discuss um, comic book films. We're probably going to rank the Batman movies. That was kind of something that I reached out to Joe about earlier. Uh, Joe, I mean, how's life going for you anyway before we get into all the fancy talk? Yeah, life's going great, man. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, doing what I do. So, uh, IT work and uh, doing paranormal investigations and, you know, just homebrewing and having a good time doing it. Well, that's good. That's good. Staying positive, exactly. As long as you do what you love, that's what I always say. Because Amen. A lot of us have to pay bills and we get stuck doing what we don't want to do. And that's when it gets frustrating <laughs> right oh yeah but um out of curiosity what got you into the paranormal like paranormal investigating you said you've been doing it for a while but what got you into that in particular well uh you know i grew up uh you know with a family that believed in the afterlife and um so my grandma and i you know whenever i stayed at her place you know she would tell me ghost stories and family stories and whatnot and that always stuck with me so i you know investigated and you know did my research and um you know i've had my own experiences where you know uh everywhere i've lived i've had things going on uh weird things things wake me up in the middle of the night and whatnot so you know instead of being scared i you know investigated it i you know was curious about it so it it carried on until my adult life and you know and i joined a group and we investigated uh quite a few places and you know and had great experiences and uh just continued on with that okay so like uh kind of similar to me uh for me it was Pure fascination, but I had experienced some things as a kid. Uh, in particular, one of the homes I grew up in with a belonged to my grandparents. I've talked about it numerous times on this show. Um, I've had some really just weird and evil shit happen to me there. And even the house itself, it's uh, something where when I tell these stories, a lot of people just don't believe me. So I've actually brought them to this house. And sure. whether they believe or not, they have a really odd feeling when they walk in my wife is a good example i brought her and not even 10 minutes she said you know i really don't like it here got this feeling of depression it's kind of uncomfortable i'm starting to feel really just out of ease with this place i gotta get out and so we got her out and then she was like yeah something's clearly going on there there's definitely something in the air and come to find out because this is something we knew all along but i didn't tell her until afterwards Basically, the house was owned by somebody who's, I guess the story is the wife killed the kids and the husband, and then my grandfather bought it because it was, you know, it was cheaper for obvious reasons. Sure. Yeah. So so basically, you know, it's one of those things where I'm pretty sure he knew 
you know, that he would have to explain this to family members eventually. When we were told the story as kids, it was really just supposed to be a joke. We didn't know it was real. But, you know, I experienced things. I mean, there was probably one of the weirdest things for me in the house was that I always felt somebody in the room with me in the basement. The basement was like where everybody refused to go. Right. For me, the reason why is because when I slept down there, stuff would move around. You'd hear breathing. Nobody's there with you. And even when someone was, they, you know, like my sister would sleep down there with me. She'd be on the opposite side of the couch and she would yell at me, stop kicking me, stop touching me. Like, it's not me. You know, like just weird things would happen. And probably one of the, uh, the one that bothers me the most is, uh, there's like a, so there's a hallway in the upstairs deck where there's a bunch of plants. My grandmother loved plants. Well, even on like a silent still day, if you're the only one up there, you'll sometimes notice the leaves brush by themselves. Well, one particular time that did happen to me, and the issue I had with it was, is I actually felt someone walk by me, and it got really cold on my neck. Well, I'm like, you know, nine years old, so I don't think much of it. Until about years later, my sister tells me that she had the same experience. But, you know, our thing was that we just kind of went past it because we thought it was just a joke meant to scare us. But then I spoke to my mother about it. Same thing. They had issues where growing up as kids, they saw some things they don't want to repeat and heard things in the basement, you know, and then we find out about the fact that there was a family that was murdered there. Sure. And, you know, that's, that's some of the few things I've decided to share because this is something that's hard for me to talk about because, you know, a lot of people judge, um, even as someone that believes in God, I still believe in ghosts and, I definitely believe in possessions because I've seen things. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm not too open about it because you always well, got to have is, that one person out there that's very judgmental. Yeah, it, it's real. That's the thing. It's real. People don't yeah. want to believe it because they just want to push it off to, you know, circumstance or, you know, there's a breeze yeah. or whatever. But the thing is, you know, as children, we're so open to that stuff. And as we grow yeah. To be adults, I mean, we are taught to not believe in such things, you know, like Santa Claus isn't real and Tooth Fairy is not real. But yeah, so that kind of things. programs our mind going, ah, all right, ghosts can't be real. You know, it's you know, life is what it is. You know, it's a physical world, whatever. But there is another side to that um, where it's, right. it's spiritual. I mean, I, I believe in Christ. I mean, I do. You know, I, I, I'm a church goer, um, but there, I forgot where I was going with this, but you know, Oh no, you're fine. What I love about, uh, the paranormal investigation is that it, it gives me evidence to the fact there is another side because I have evidence. I have a lot of evidence. I have voices that we're not heard at the time when I was recording and I could play it back and boom. I mean, there's a voice there answering my question. Yeah. Um, I have, which is very, a very common thing. Yeah. And I have video evidence of doors opening by themselves and stuff like that. I mean, all it, you know, my drive is that it's just, it's proof to me that there is another part to this existence. You know, this is not it for us. You know, um, right? You, no, I agree. That's actually. Does your family still have that house? Go ahead. Um, no, actually, they sold it 
not too long ago, about two, three years ago, my mom oh. helped um, my grandmother. I know, yeah, because it was one of those things That's where I was like, I, older, man. I, was like, I would I love go to back. investigate the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those things, too, where the only person that didn't believe that it was haunted was my grandmother. She refused. She said, no way, shape, or form. And she's lived there forever. She lived there by herself. She just refuses to believe that there's a problem with it. And we don't really know why. It could be rooted to many things. But when they sold it, I thought, man, I really should have went back there and faced some old issues that I ran away from. Sure. Because when I dealt with a lot of stuff, I didn't want to go back. You know, I I found weird stuff, too, outside on the property. Like, uh, where this house was, back in the old time, there was Indian tribes that lived around there. And we don't know if it was a burial ground or anything like that. But right. possibilities. You'd find arrowheads. You'd find jewelry. So it made you wonder and yeah there's just you know so many things that happened but that's why i actually became very religious is because i just felt that you know there's no way that a we're the only ones here it just makes no sense to me and b i do believe that no there are possibilities where people can't be saved in which they reach the afterlife which could be purgatory it could be anything especially demonic possessions, because I think that if you believe in that, you definitely believe in God, because that's the balance of good and evil, you know. But right, right. It's one of those things where people would call you crazy, of course, but I've, I've seen so many things that made me really question a lot, especially as I was older, because I know for a fact that when you're in a home that has that negative energy, that has something behind it, it can follow you. You oh, can yeah. take it with you. It's not necessarily locations. Oh, there's and I'm pretty sure man. it's followed me oh, yeah. places. Yeah. Like I, I heard someone say this once and she was really into investigating like hotels and things like that. And she said that sometimes whether it's a demonic presence or you know, ghost, anything, sometimes it's kind of like a bed bug or a cockroach. You can take it with you and they're hard to get sure. rid of. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't believe it at the time, but I think about it now. I'm like, yeah, because some of the things I've experienced are very similar to what I went through when I was living in the house. And mind you, I was only living in the house for like a couple months when I was a little kid, but we would go back off and on to see grandma. That was grandma's house, you know, so right. it wasn't fun. Uh, <laughs> I never really enjoyed it. Had way too much stuff happen there. And some of it I don't even recall because... I've got siblings that ask me all the time, do you remember when this happened? I'm like, no, probably blocked it out because it scared the shit out of me, but doors slamming for sure, doors opening on their own. Um, There's an instance where somebody, one of my siblings, I can't remember which one, they were sleeping in the bed and then something actually pulled them out of the bed. But we tried to draw it down to she fell out, but she claims up and down that she was grabbed and thrown out of the bed. So, you know, who knows, but... I do believe it was a very violent nature. Well, the thing is, what you have to understand is um, 95% of the, you know, uh, hauntings out there, they are just wanting to let their stories be known. I mean, so they're trying to get your attention no matter what it is. So if they're shutting a door or tapping you or making it cold next to you. It's, it's something to get your attention because they want your attention. They know you can't see them. So, you know, right. that's what they do. It's, they're lost it's, essentially. It, right. It, it's not, they're not trying to scare you. 
but they are right. trying to most of the time be acknowledged. So five percent, yeah, maybe two percent, maybe could be demonic, but that's very, yeah. very, 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 very rare. Very rare. Right. It depends on the circumstances, basically. Right. So, like you know, you get a lot of stories about hotels having demonic presences and stuff like that. Sure. It really just depends on what happened there. I mean, especially with like afterlife in general, with a lot of uh, what they would call people that are stuck in purgatory, a lot of them know that you can't see them after having been there so long. But I remember reading like an article about how there was uh, this idea that there's some cases where possibly there's these, you know, supernatural beings presence that don't actually know you can't see them. And they still believe they live in that place that you're in, that you're occupying. Right. And that's why you can get violent. Yeah. Right. I mean, but usually I they're not trying to be violent. I mean, you know, there's some yeah. hatred out there. There's some evil people that had passed and their spirit lives on. Right. I get that. But they're also trying to let you know their story. Maybe they're, they were innocent, but accused of being violent. Or they were violent, right, but they happened, feel yeah. sorry about that, you know. And then there's yeah. malevolent, you know, uh, spirits that are like, yeah, I was evil and I'm going to stay evil, whatever. I know I'm dead, but, you know, I'm going to fuck yeah. with this guy and fuck with them. And, you know, it's... <laughs> Scare that family out of that house, yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> it happens, but the thing is what everybody has to realize when they have experiences like that, they have to command their space. These yeah, spirits have exactly. no power over them. So mm-hmm. all they have to do is say, you know what? This is my space. This is what, you know, this is where I live. It's not yours anymore. Leave me alone. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. You know, and it's I've that. I've heard that because I read a. Uh... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, it, it, well, it's that oh, I... attitude in and of itself that kind of gives you power. It gives you the strength to repel whatever activity right and they'll understand that i mean they have to you know respect that they have to because we're here in the living realm they're not you know and so we have power over that right there's that form of restriction because i've heard a lot about that i mean i don't know how well um uh so i'm assuming you've seen the movie the conjuring right the yeah. oh, paranormal yeah. okay so it was based off a series of books <laughs> sure well like the in the books she talks uh one of the daughters talks about how like the reason they had lived there for so long because the movie's very different the book it's like right they lived there for like 10 15 years or whatever and she was like one of the biggest reasons we were able to stay was because we established that level of security like get the fuck yeah. away from me yeah and she's like, that's just how we got used to it. The movie was like ninety percent parody. Well, it's all and which, it's all Hollywood, yeah. man. So <laughs> that's well, that's what a lot of it is. Like, I, yeah. I like the movies because I'm into movies, but a lot of them haven't even touched the reality of actual cases. And they're not, not going even the TV to. shows. They're not going to because um, you know uh, reality doesn't sell tickets, right? So it's well, all about yeah. the jump scare and. You know, how many people we get to be freaked out. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. 
Austin, are you here with us? Speaking of ghosts, I think you just popped on. I see ish. Austin. All right, whatever. Austin. Come in, Austin. <laughs> He's over here getting ready. Fashionably late again. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not something that would interest a lot of people. That's why I think they do it the way they do, because those movies, yeah, some of them can be effective and, you know, trying to scare you. But if it was a real, you know, um, reenactment, I guess, or they were actually trying to tell a truthful story, it would probably bore a lot of people that aren't interested because they're looking for the violent stuff, the scares, the lights coming off. And they're looking for the things that are uh, completely different. Yeah, they're looking for the so, jump you know, scare. It's, it's yeah, that's essentially what it is. The thing is, that's not how it is. I mean, as a paranormal investigator, uh, yeah, most most of the uh, investigations are sitting in the dark. You know, really. I mean, right. you're sitting in the dark. You have reporters. Yeah. You're asking questions. You're, you know, that's it. I mean, it's it's not like what you see in the movies where, you know, you walk into a place and a you know, something gets thrown at you or, you know, right. uh, suddenly things start happening. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it's not how that works. So it's, yeah, it's very different. You have to go in and respect the spirit, respect the space. Um, you, you ask questions, you're, you know, following whatever noises. Um, yeah, there are, there are occasions where you get growls or you get um, voices. I mean, there was uh, one case where I went into a place and um, had my name called from downstairs. And my right. whole group were like, yeah, all right, so we're going to stick around Joe for yeah. this, you know, for a little bit. <laughs> you know, right. just to see what happens. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it, it's... I've experienced so much, but nothing that I've experienced has ever made me run out of a place, you know. Yeah, to freak you out. Yeah, it's – you have to respect the spirit. You have to respect the place. That's bottom line. Exactly. Can you hear me? Hey, Austin. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, for the love of God. I've been trying to join this damn call for, (laughs) for 20 minutes. I can see you, man, but you're I was wondering uh, what happened you're ghostly you. yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I, wondering I, what the fuck was going on. <laughs> dude, I would join and it would just say call not um joinable. What does that even what? mean? Failed to join it said fail to join session. It's the podcast spirits, man. They don't want you here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that or you know what it probably is, dude, is the fact that I have CenturyLink and my shit sucks, so that could affect yours. I don't know. Well, I, I my reset, shit runs slow, so no, I, I reset my modem and then it right. Then it let then it then it started to let me in the kick me. I said reset my modem again. Then I reset my mul- alternate MAC addresses and then it pushed me in. And I'm like talking to you guys, like, hey, can you hear me? I hear you talking, and. And Tony's like, Austin, yeah. are you with us? I was like, um, uh, apparently I'm not. <laughs> apparently, yeah, no, Austin's gone. <laughs> well, um, Austin, this is our guest, Joe. Joe, this is my buddy Austin. We've been doing the podcast since day one. How you doing, um, man? Austin. Doing well, how about you? Doing good. Sorry, Austin, we had to start without you. I just, I didn't mean to, like, not wait for you, man, but I wanted to get on it just because there's some stuff I wanted to talk about. So glad you're here, though. Uh, 
You look like you had a busy day. I see the suit that's going on here. Were you uh, out campaigning? Um, well, not, you did the show, huh? Yeah, we were on the radio today, and we did that. That's right. In the morning, we did some consulting work for a state house candidate. So we've been having fun. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I can see that you just came back from something. Not judging. I'm just like, I know you by now. I'm like, I know when he's wearing a suit or like a button-up shirt, he was doing business. <laughs> Saturday is your busiest day. Too, it's so business forgive time. Forgive me for hitting you with this. No, no you're good. But, um, I'm glad you're here, though, because, um, you know, I sent you both a message about ranking the Batman movies just in um, kind of an honor for the new one that's coming out, because, you know, uh, Austin, I know you like superhero movies. I love superhero movies. Joe, from what I've seen on Facebook, you're into some of them. Would that be right? Yeah, I'm into all of them. So, yeah. Okay, perfect. So this is perfect for all of us. And, like, you know, me uh, in particular, I've always loved Batman. Uh, I'm I'm a little weird. So I'm more of a DC guy when it comes to the comics. Shame on you. But when it comes to movies, I'm a little both more DC. It just kind of depends. So, like, when it comes to Marvel, I love, like, The Punisher, X-Men. I love the old Blade movies. I love shit like that. But... I'm having a really hard time getting into the Marvel universe. I've seen a few films and I liked them. I loved Iron Man. I loved the new Spider-Man. That was cool, but I have a really hard time getting into it. It just, uh, I don't know why. And I'm not in uh, denial. I know that a lot so of these we're gonna, movies are going to debate. We're going to debate. <laughs> Most likely. And you guys might. Yeah, Tony likes to be. Tony likes, Tony likes to be depressed. Yeah, yes. Uh, DC no, is so I love, freaking I love my dark. Serious. <laughs> and oh, sad. That's what I love about and, it. Yeah, Tony likes to be sad and All right. have no personal <laughs> emotional connection to the characters. Yeah, yeah no, because no, there's, there's okay. no, it's like there's no connection to the characters in DC. I mean, it's he's like this. This man swears up and down that Henry Cavill's the best Superman, and I want oh, to stab him in the throat for it. Oh, he is. <laughs> I was, I'm like, that's not Superman. I'm no. so pissed off that you think that. That's not Superman. Reeve. Bro. Yes, Christopher All Reeve. Right, ben Shapiro Christopher said it Reeve best. was Superman. There's no changing that. Reeve too. And Brandon Ruth for his first, you know, Superman Returns, even though that movie sucked. I liked it. Yeah, I was kind of a shit. Brandon movie. Ruth I mean, was like actually Kevin a Spacey, good, you know, Christopher Reeve transition. Still closer all still, all still closer to Superman than a freaking Man of Steel ever no wished to be. <laughs> oh, Man of Steel sucks, bro. Look, uh, you know, I'm here's Superman. the best way I can put it. Here's the best way I can put it. So, like, uh, I was watching a thing by Ben Shapiro where he was like, kind of a, he was doing a thing about Spider-Man No Way Home, and he was like, he's more of a DC guy because with Marvel, a lot of the characters will wink at the camera, letting you know to make sure you're well aware of where you're at, which is fine. But with DC movies, they don't do that because it's more like, hey, you're here and now you're stuck. We're not going to tell you it's supposed to be comical and all that. And I'm, that's kind of where I lean. But I do like some com- comedy too, like Kick-Ass, dude. I love those movies. They're funny as hell. Oh, Kick-Ass was great. Or, uh, or you remember uh, Thor, uh, the one with, what the fuck, with Hulk. I thought that shit was funny as hell. Ragnarok? I watched that yeah. one and I loved it. I thought, yeah, yeah that was funny. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, that's when they, that's I'll when go they first. kind of flipped the switch, uh, the, 
you know, flipped the script on uh, Thor. They actually made him less serious and more personable. And, yeah. you know, and that drew a lot of more people to the series. Yeah. But, um, hey, I know him from work. Say what? <laughs> said, hey, I know him from work. <laughs> oh, I love that line. All right. With uh, yes. this Ranking list of how we're going to rank these. So I'll go first. So that way I can piss you guys off with the controversy of the, oh, uh, the way go. I did this. So I ranked them best to worst, basically one through 14, because there's 14 of them. Yeah. yeah. So Tony, Tony, no. don't give us Tony. Don't don't give us your top five. Give us your give us your all 14. We got if we got 14. Or give just, us, give us your, 14, bro. give us your bottom four. Give or us your just bottom list four. off the things in order, and we all kind of sit back and be like, "All right, yeah, you know, this is what I rated." Oh well, yeah, this, there you go. Uh, the reason I did it like that is because I was going to do a brief explanation as to why I picked them like that. I was going to do it really fast. So let's go with I like Austin's idea. How about this? The last four. So they're the ones that like basically they hold on. No, actually, I lied. The first four are the ones that made the cut. The rest of them are all like, I had a hard time figuring out where to put them because they all suck in my opinion. So the first four, to me, they're like the best ones. At number one, I have The Dark Knight Rises. I don't care what anyone says to me, that is the greatest Batman film of all time. At number two, Batman Begins because it was a movie that as a kid, I didn't like it. But when I got older, I learned to appreciate it because you got to remember I grew up in the 90s, so my Batman films were Joel fucking Schumacher, and yeah, some of them aren't good, but I still have an appreciation for them. Number three, I have uh, The Dark Knight. The reason why is because I care less about this movie in the trilogy from Nolan, but you can't argue the fact that it's a great fucking movie. So at number four, the final one for me was Batman 1989 with uh, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, because... First off, that's the first Batman movie I ever saw. So there's a little bit of nostalgia there. Jack Nicholson's Joker is amazing, and I love Michael Keaton. I love pretty much everyone that's played Batman, but to me, Michael Keaton's my Batman. Him and Christian Bell are the they're my favorites. I don't mind Ben Affleck. I did enjoy him. I'm curious to see how Twilight's gonna do. But <laughs> he's a good actor too, if you've seen some of the later shit he's done. That being said, um, I have to mention this because, Austin, I know it's going to make you mad. You want to know what made number five? Just take a guess, Austin. You got Lego Batman at number five? No, I got Dawn of Justice at number five, Batman versus Superman. Because I don't care what anyone says. I love this movie, dude. This is a good – this movie is better than fucking – what was the other one I had? Okay, so – I had Justice League at number nine, and then I had Snyder Cut League at number eight. The reason I had a hard time with those two was because they're not really Batman movies. Yes, they are in a sense that he's in them, but, like, can you see where I was having struggles? I was like, Batman versus Superman is a little more Batman than Justice League. Better than Batman versus Superman. Because it gets the whole Batman all It's not really... The, 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 well, yeah, the, it has more Batman in it, believe it or not. The real, the, the, the real, <laughs> the, the real list is the number. I, we agree, Dark Knight Rises is the best Batman movie of all time. We agree. Period. It's it's phenomenal. Number two is the Dark Knight. It's 
<laughs> it's literally won an Academy yeah. Award for a reason. Number three is Lego Batman. The fact oh, you don't have the fact you don't have <laughs> Lego, Lego Batman, Batman sucks, dude. in your like... top five. It's the best Batman ever. Okay, it is the best. Lego Batman, Batman was number ever. ten online. No, 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 no. And that was Batman. being nice. Yeah. Number, I had it number, number ten, but that was being nice. Number four is Mask the of Phantasm. No, that is a good one. That one. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a good one. I do like that one. And and number five is uh, probably Batman Begins. I'm pretty biased toward the Christian Bale movies, obviously, but no, I am too. Because here's the thing: I I had a hard time with that. I rewrote this list like five fucking times because I was like, dude, I don't want to be like biased, but we have to be honest here. Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. Are hands down the best. Like money doesn't lie, they're the better ones. That's just how it is. But I'm not going to judge Batman them based on that. So um, good. You can't believe you had that one. It's funny, but it's not. Do you want to know what movie got lower and lower as I rewrote this thing? Batman Returns. It was at number six. It made it all the way to thirteen, dude. I fucking hate that one. Dude. I don't know why. I don't like Tim Burton, dude. That's my thing. The first one isn't Tim Burton. That's Shame a Hollywood movie. No, that's Tim Burton. That was Tim kind Burton. Of, all, like, no, that was Tim Burton all the way. Tim Burton. No, the first can... one was all Tim Burton. Come on okay. now. It, 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 look at freaking Beetlejuice, he man. No it, it's got the it, same though. fucking feel. It, it, that's what Batman Returns had. Oh, Batman Returns it was sucked. <laughs> Dude, it sucked. No, it was terrible. It was okay, horrible. Joe, it's a bad movie. And, and Joe, your top five, what is your top top five look like all right top five i mean i'm gonna yeah. start the you know the lower part so number five for me is batman versus superman that that sucked come on no. <laughs> at it least it made ben it on your affleck, five like dude, ben <laughs> affleck i mean don't get me wrong I love ben affleck. are you kidding me i loved him in the, he, the uh, you know the kevin smith the movies. Town. i loved him all that stuff but anything else that he's been in was reaching it was reaching he's you know there's nothing for him and you know and and to put him as batman come on that was horrible i think he looked really great as batman <laughs> oh but he the did. issue is he Sue looked good stupid. as batman he's the more he looked good as batman but the issue was is that these people who write these he was a terrible movies, Zack Snyder doesn't understand what batman who batman is and he doesn't understand who superman is and he writes him as like these dark um, mean, cool, evil people, these stupid, cruel people. Instead Ross, of like, have you ever read a Batman comic, bro? Because <laughs> they're uh, dark. They're very dark. Uh, like Marvel comics, that's my jam. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, Batman versus Superman. I mean, as soon as they casted uh, Ben Affleck as Batman, I I was turned off. That was it. That was done. Um, the second, the Chris Nolan, I mean, I'm sorry, Christian Bale is Batman. I'm sorry. He was my Bruce Wayne. He was, he was good. So I, I, I would put, uh, all three of the, you know, Christian Bale movies right there. Number one, yeah. of course, you know, Michael Keaton, he's my Bruce Wayne. No, he's my like freaking yeah. Batman. And, you know, yeah, he's so many, my personal favorite. Yeah. And so many people have, uh, you know, said that, that, they, you know, he's actually in the Flash movie. 
as oh, no, Batman. I'm excited for that one. So I'm That'll excited be cool to, to see. I'm excited eventually for them to bring back, you know, Batman Beyond and have Michael Keaton as the old Bruce Wayne and cast someone younger to be Batman yeah. Beyond. So I would be completely on board with that. So so your yeah. your so your your favorite bat is your favorite Batman movie Batman Returns? No, oh, God no. No, my favorite Batman movie no, is the is original the, Batman with the uh, you know the Tim Burton Batman. The nineteen ninety nine one. Yeah, the eighty nine yeah. version. You know, not to mention Michael Keaton. You have Batman Jack Robin Nicholson. is the very last one. <laughs> Jack Nicholson was like the best Joker, I thought, but you know, then you get you know the animated series, which you know Mark Mark Hamill took up the helm, which is awesome. I like this, yeah. But uh, Jack Nicholson, yeah, man, he, he just he just sat back and you know, nothing. I can't take anything away from Heath Ledger because Heath Ledger was freaking phenomenal as a Joker. Yeah, he was great. But Jack Nicholson, I mean, come on, he he was the OG, you know. Well, opposite, you know, the nineteen sixty six, you know. Uh, Caesar, version. uh, what's his Caesar name? Something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, uh, but, but we uh, can uh, all agree the worst Batman movie is Batman and Robin. Batman we and can Robin, agree on that, right? Oh, that was very geez, god, no, that's uh, dude, that was the last one on my list. I hate it so that, much. That's, it's the that's worst the, fucking that, movie I've ever seen. That's come on, nipples on the suit, really. Hey, some you gotta give the late that's the one I didn't want to put on the list. Yeah. You know what sucks is I got to admit this. Number thirteen before Batman and Robin was Batman nineteen sixty six, and the reason why is because <laughs> I couldn't find a place to really put it. Well, I enjoyed it. No, I was like, it this is come on, really shark cheesy. repellent, dude. Come on, shark repellent. That's... It is better. It is better. It's cheesy. It is better. It is better than Dawn of Justice. It's better than no, Batman it is not. Forever. No, it is it's not. It's better than the. Justice League. Ooh, awesome. I love Batman, Batman Forever. Yes. It's Batman Forever, though. I have to give props to Batman Forever, though. Yeah, you know, I love Batman Forever so much that it made number seven. Oh, is it Jim Carrey's the Riddler? And, uh, yeah. Uh, Tom Tommy Luke Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Two-Face. Two-Face. And that was okay. It had Bill Kilmer. And it, I, I thought it was okay. No. It was good. I mean, it was entertaining. It was cheesy, but yeah, still I entertaining. It. I didn't think it could get any worse than that, but I was wrong. Because I remember yeah. going to see Batman Forever as a kid, and I was so happy. I couldn't wait for the next one. And then I went and saw the next one, and even as a kid, I felt like my intelligence was being insulted. Yeah, I hated yes. it. Yeah. When I watched, slapped when in I the watched, face. After I watched Batman Forever, I was like, God, how old? I, I was like five, because this movie came out before I was born. Um. But right. I was, oh shit! I was... Thank you for making me feel old as shit right now. Thank you. That's awesome. Austin's like twenty four or twenty five, right, Austin? I saw the Michael yeah. Keaton uh, Batman in the theater, right. so <laughs> whatever. I just remember. I'm Jim barely Car- thirty, but I just remember Jim Carrey attached to the freaking um, like strapped into that office chair about to fall out the window. That memory is so ingrained into my brain. I love it. Hang on. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Dude, like that movie is cheesy, but it's better than Batman Returns. 
I thought because oh, Batman, like, Batman Returns Forever sucked. is the one I saw in theaters. Yeah, Batman yeah, Returns I don't like that horrible. one. They they forced too many uh, characters into that thing. So it was it was Batman, then you had Catwoman, and then you had Penguin. So how many origin stories are you going to put in there for villains? Yeah. See, I'm not really a big fan of Catwoman. I thought that uh, what's her name um, from The Dark Knight Rises? I thought she did great. What I liked is she's not oh, really Catwoman. Name? They yeah. They dress her up like it, and they don't even refer to her as Catwoman, which sure. is great. It's a, you know, she's a cat burglar. Princess Diaries. Yeah. What's her name? Um, damn it, now I can't remember. Oh, but yeah, she was topless I in her uh, version. Mountain. <laughs> I liked her version way more than Michelle Pfeiffer. Let's not talk about Halle oh, Berry because that's oh, crap. No, no, that's not canon. Hey, we're talking Anne ha- you're talking about Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> And yes. Hathaway, that's right, yeah. And I'm interested to see how the new one does. I just kind of wish we would stop getting more Catwoman, though, because I don't see a purpose for her. I, I, I like really her don't. It kind of she, depends. She's kind of a love interest, kind of a conflicted... An ally. ...storyline yeah, with Bruce Wayne. And, you know, and I, I get that. I understand that. But, um... I don't know. Just like, you know, the Batman games. I mean, it's, there's a lot of Catwoman. You know, the Telltale yeah. uh, Batman games, you know, the main storyline is how Bruce Wayne kind of navigates the whole story with Catwoman. So it's... Did it's... you guys know? Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll, mine's a little less important. Well, I lost my train of thought, so it's all right. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was going to say... Uh, I actually, Austin, I might have told you this about in the, in the past, but a long time ago, I was like watching this interview with Chris Nolan, and he actually said that while The Dark Knight Rises was supposed to be the last movie, he did write a treatment for another one in case they were going to keep moving forward. If we would have got that, it would have been the Riddler and Penguin as the villains. Penguin was going to be, uh, what's his name, Philip Seymour Hoffman. But, you know, obviously well, that didn't happen. Died, and then yeah. we were going to. But then we were going to have Riddler, and he wanted Jake Gyllenhaal to play Riddler. But the Riddler was going to be similar to what we have now with Paul Dano playing him, where he's supposed to be like a Zodiac-type killer. So that would have right. been kind of cool, but my fear with that was is they had literally referenced who Robin was. When they swore up and down, they would not include Robin, which is fine because he's really not Robin until the end. You learn that he's basically Robin, and you kind of know he's Robin, but... He's not Robin in that sense, which is fine. But I was afraid they would continue that. And I really didn't want to see a Batman movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Batman. I just, I, I like the way it ended Robin, leave it alone. Though. Yeah, like Nightwing or something. I don't yeah, he would have been good as Nightwing. Him. Right, if they would have went in that direction, that would have been okay. But then it's one of those things, too, where I understand the fear of not many trilogies. When you hit the third one, they're really not good. This is a rare case where all three of them were phenomenal. So I think it would have been kind of scary if they made another one. They were kind of teetering on it with the third one, because remember, Heath Ledger died. So at that point, they're like, well, should we even make another one? That's kind of because Nolan was going off the comics. In the comics, Batman doesn't actually kill the villains. 
they always come back. Right, right, right. And you see that with Scarecrow. He's in all three of them. That's kind of cool. What I wish they would do is put the alphabet, or not the alphabet, um, the calendar man in one of these movies. He was in the fucking graphic novel series, The Long Halloween. And he's basically like a psychopath, like a serial killer. But he's another character that hasn't been on the big screen yet. Because we keep getting too much Joker and Two-Face and Riddler and Catwoman. But you can't have too much Joker, though. That's the thing. You can't have too much Joker. I mean, Joker is the big catalyst for this whole thing. He is what makes the villainary. He makes he makes the villains, you know, he gives the villains freedom. Right. So if yeah, if, if it wasn't for the Joker, then. You know, what would we have? Well, and you have to have big names, too, because nobody's going to go see a Batman movie where there's not a Joker sure, or well, a Catwoman, you, you know, like. Did any of you guys watch Gotham, the TV show? I No, I didn't. I watched the first they, season. They, I couldn't get they, into they, it, they though. Learned, they learned this very quickly that without the any of the, like, the big four, like the Joker, the Riddler, Two-Face, or Bane, without those, it's really hard. They had to start introducing the Joker into the movie, into the sure. uh, TV show just to get people to watch. Cause everybody watched the first episode, the first season thinking like, Oh, this is going to be cool. And like, I enjoyed it, but a lot of people thought it was kind of a little bit boring. There was no one they noticed. It was boring. So they, had to yeah. start, they had to start shoehorning like the Joker in and they started shoehorning Venom and Bane in and they started shoehorning all these other people in because even people like Solomon Grundy couldn't get people to um, come in. And the Riddler yeah, couldn't get people exactly. to stay interested. And well, the Mad Hatter couldn't get people to stay interested. Yeah, well, the a Batman show is not a Batman show without, without Batman, those villains, yeah, right? Kind of... You know, you need Batman to be involved. And so to have a uh, origin story that lasts two, three, four seasons, just like Smallville. I mean, I appreciated Smallville, but come on, there's only so many times you could watch Clark Kent run to save the day. You know, you want to see yeah, him fly exactly. with a freaking suit on and be Superman. You know, well, that, that was. Personally, I enjoyed Gotham, and I watched every episode, and I, I think that Gotham has the best Penguin, and Gotham's Penguin is is really, really, really good, but the issue is that so many people are only invested in the big four um, Batman yeah. villains that just, they had to cancel the show because no, there wasn't a lot of desire to watch the show. I couldn't take the okay. Penguin character seriously just because the actor that played him, he was in the movie Accepted. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but it's the one about uh, Justin <laughs> Long starts a fake college. Well, the guy that played Penguin is a character named Aber- uh, Alan, no, it's Abernathy Darlin Dunlap, ADD. And he's hyper as hell the entire time. Yep. So every time I see him, I'm like, that's ADD, I can't. But, I mean, I only watched the first season, so I really can't judge. But I did get kind of bored with it, and I never gave the Alfred series a chance either because oh, Pennywise, I don't want to yeah. see if it doesn't have – yeah, if it doesn't have Batman, I don't want to see it. But it did work with Joker. My biggest fear with Joker going into it was, no, Batman, how the fuck is this going to make any sense? I love that movie. 
it's not really a Batman movie, though. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was a Joker origin story. I mean, this was pre-Batman. Yeah. And it worked, though, because it's Joker. If they had done that with Scarecrow, nobody really would have cared. Right. I think the only reason Scarecrow worked in Batman was because Scarecrow was supposed to be a scary character. It worked out perfectly because they were going for something dark. Well, if you guys... And a lot uh, of people do know who he is. Yeah. Have you guys watched uh, uh, Titans at all? Yeah, I've watched yeah. a little bit of it. They've had it. three seasons, and I mean, I've watched every freaking episode, and my God, this show is good. pretty, violent, and just right. realistic. And Yeah, I, and that's what I want out of something like that. Yeah, I mean, and, well, well Bruce, Wayne, favorite, Bruce Wayne I, sucked. I'm sorry, but I haven't, that show... I, I haven't watched third season yet. I just got to the end of the second season. And then I'm kind of, I've just been like, oh, do I want to spend the money to go watch this show that I kind of liked, but was never really super into? Sure. Um, but why didn't you just ask for my login info? You know, I have HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Hawk and Dove is my favorite part of that whole thing. Yes. When um, I was watching for they were like Hawk and Dove's in there. It was like Hawk and Dove's in this. I bought it just for that. Got excited. I, I, I bought HBO <laughs> just, just well, Dove is my hot, <laughs> Woo. See, I'm anyway. I'm excited for the new one for a couple different reasons. When they first said that Robert Pattinson was gonna be Batman, I fucking lost it. I was so mad. I was pissed. but then but then a buddy of mine was like, dude, have you actually watched his acting though know, besides Twilight? And I was like, I don't even want to hear it. But then he made me sit down <laughs> and watch watch a movie called Good Time, the one about how he's a bank robber and he brings his brother who's got like He's basically mentally disabled, and his brother gets arrested during the robbery, and he's like, fuck, I got to get the money and my brother. And, dude, he was phenomenal. Like, he was so good, I didn't even see him in that movie. He was the character, and I was like, okay, I can, I'll watch another one of his movies. I saw The Lighthouse with him and Willem Dafoe. That was another good one. So I was like, you know what? I'll give this a shot. I still had, like, no high hopes for it until I saw the first trailer. I was like, yeah, I can get behind that. That looks pretty cool. But another so, reason I'm excited is Paul Dano is the Riddler. That'll be freaking cool. I love that dude. He's not very well known right now. He's only been in a few movies. Like, uh, God, what was that movie I just watched the night? Uh, Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. He plays like this dude that's a suspect. Two kids that disappeared. He's like a mute. He's a good actor. This is the perfect role for him. But I'm afraid that they're gonna fuck the Riddler up and not give him like. A decent outfit. I'm afraid he's going to be a guy that wears like a leather jacket with bangs or something. That freaks me out a little bit. We haven't seen much of him, so I'm a little yeah. worried. Oh, we have, we have we have press photos. You're going to be real upset. You haven't seen the press photos of the Riddler, have you? Because we have press photos it, of the Riddler. Is it the one where he's wearing all the fucking tape and the goggles on his head? Looks like the Elephant Man. No, I'll be so pissed. He's wearing like I was a, gonna say, dude, that you, you in know, the trailer that sucked. He's wearing a jump. He wears like a green jumpsuit with like. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's kind of what? Like that's kind of you know pro. those big, you know those big utility um jackets. It's like I'm Michael Myers killed a fucking contractor. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm try to pull this link. Okay, I found it. I'm sending it to the chat. Right now, I won't. I won't lie though. I'm excited for Colin Farrell as Penguin. 
I was looking for him in the entire trailer. I didn't see his he's ass. Got a, and they were like, he's Penguin. Yeah, see, yeah, they have they have promo photos of him, and I'm and I'm pumped about it. Well, if the, as long as they made him look kind of gritty and he sticks to the character in some fashion, meaning tons of riddles, a little bit of humor, then cool. But the thing is, is I loved Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I thought that was the perfect role for him. Yeah, it's, Jim Carrey. Is the Riddler, Riddler is, is Jim awesome. Carrey. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what the Riddler is. He's basically Jim Carrey, and that was perfect. And I, I've heard people say that they never seen it, and they refuse. I'm like, dude, just watch it for Jim Carrey. And they're like, eh, I don't really like him. Mr. Popper's Penguins was stupid. I'm like, bro, I'm talking about Ace Ventura. Like, two different Jim Carreys. <laughs> right. Well, like, Jim Carrey different. is the same Jim Carrey in every movie. <laughs> yeah, he can't really yeah. act. I mean, he did one serious movie. It was all right, but... Yeah, it was, what, The Truman Show and, what was it, The... Uh, uh, uh eternal sunshine of a, eternal sunshine of a something mind I oh don't know. yeah that's one where he has like a what is it it's him and some woman or whatever that are in love or something like that right 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 i think i know yeah like a memory well, he problem. did another one he did one called like uh the number 23 where he's a, t- a detective looking for this mystery murder or something like that it didn't do really well in theaters so it was kind of a hit or miss. I watched Seri- it. It was serious. Right. Jim Carrey is not a good Jim Carrey. You know. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got to be funny. He was yeah. the only reason I enjoyed Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Sonic, man, he was he was awesome in Sonic. Yeah, was that was nineties Jim Carrey. It was Ace Ventura <laughs> chasing after Sonic. All right, here we go. Let's right, see. Let's I just got the picture, Austin. Ooh, that doesn't look too bad. No, it doesn't look too bad. It's like if, uh, yeah, that was pretty much what I was saying. I was like, oh, it looks like he stole from Michael Myers. They made him look jacked. So, I mean, I'm interested in it. My biggest concern is uh, the way it looks. And I had a buddy that told me about it the other night. He didn't spoil it, but he was like, I'm just going to be honest. If you can't sit through seven, you won't be able to sit through this. And I was like, no, I like seven. But my biggest issue with that movie was that it was fucking raining the whole time. It was dark. It was rainy and it was shitty. And he's like, that's this whole movie. That's 90% of this movie is it's always crappy looking. But that's kind of the point because Gotham is supposed to look like a shithole. That's the thing. That's why I didn't well, really Chicago. connect with Batman. Yeah, it's, it's Chicago. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, see, look, there we go. Colin Farrell is Penguin. You can hardly recognize him. That is crazy. Hang on. Yeah, that's I'm, Penguin. I'm really, that's Penguin. Yeah. They made it more humanistic he than looks anything, but like we'll an see. Italian mobster. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he looks like they he's going to make Penguin you a deal that you can't uh, refuse. You know. Yeah, they made they made Penguin an Italian mobster. Which yeah, he's I mean, gonna make some pizza for you and then <clears throat> slice your throat. Eat some fish. As long as he doesn't eat fish, I'm good. That's what killed it for me with Danny DeVito playing. Oh, no, Danny DeVito, man, that, don't even. Uh, Danny <laughs> DeVito's Penguin terrible. was horrible. It's awful. They it made him a horrible. literal penguin. Yeah. <laughs> That's what made it disgusting. I was like, this is gross. He's supposed to look like it. Uh, what am I gonna do? Uh, yeah, like this shit the entire movie. Bl- yeah, and spitting <laughs> black <laughs> shit out of his mouth. I, uh, yeah. There is a whole generation of children who thought 
that thought Penguin was a horrible villain just because of that movie. And, that I will movie forever yeah. dis- and I will forever despise that movie for that reason because <laughs> Penguin is my favorite Batman villain. Then right. play and the it, Telltale Games uh, Batman. It's you're, it's you're, the, excellent. The, the best piece of, of Batman media ever created are the Arkham um, the Arkham series mm-hmm. games. Yes, go play those the are Arkham better than the movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> those are yes. like ten times not, better not than the movies. Oh, I love the Arkham games, but uh, play the Telltale series. I mean, look it up and uh, just play those. I mean, there's three series and it's very linear, and they're going to tell their story no matter what you do. But it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's great. The characters Legend. are fantastic, and you know. So the Legend scarecrow is actually it. Vicky Vale, which is weird, but that still is, good. That's a little different. Yeah, I still see it. Yeah, I mean that sounds interesting. But uh, Legend has it that Michael Keaton not only didn't return because of the change in tone, he also had really bad back problems from carrying Batman Returns because he is the only reason anyone would enjoy watching that movie. And even that's yeah. saying a that's saying a little too much because. You can tell there's a tone change. He was into it in the first one, but you can tell in this one he's just there. Probably right. fulfilling a contract agreement. I understand why he didn't do Batman Forever. And Joel Schumacher is a shit director. He made a few good movies, but he's like one of the worst decisions you could go with. Not to mention, I mean, it's you, like, can't, you can't continue the story without uh, Tim Burton. You can't. I well, mean, that and not to mention, we get a whole new Batman... At that point, it's kind of frustrating. And then a whole new one right after. Right. Which sucked worse. I thought Val Kilmer was terrible, but George Clooney was awful. I, he I was thought, hands down the worst. Yeah, I thought Val Kilmer was okay. I, I he was okay. been on okay. board with him to continue, but then you got George Clooney. And come on. Right. George Clooney is I'd have freaking... Preferred, mm. Yeah. He's just George Clooney. I would have preferred Batman with a lisp over George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been much better for me because now Kilmer actually did a decent Bruce Wayne. He's very much the same Bruce Wayne as Michael Keaton's character was. Right. There are times where you forget that it's not Michael Keaton, which is fine. But when you have a, when it just, when you don't care as much and you care more for the villains, that's kind of a problem. You're supposed to care about all of them, in my opinion. Right. But yeah. When you only care about the villains, then why bother with Batman? That's, Something I'm hoping when we go into this new Batman movie that it's not going to be like that. Because as much as I loved Bane and Joker, I still loved Batman. Well, they're starting over. So this is a whole new bag, man. So they're kind of killing off canon and starting over from scratch. Which is kind of a good thing. I mean, here's the thing. People complain all the time about getting a whole new origin story every couple of movies with Batman in it. They do the same thing with Spider-Man, though. It's kind of to be expected. Well, except for Tom Highland. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm a little, little weird with the Spider-Man movie. So the last one I thought was great. Uh, great movie. I, I don't it. tell me anything. I haven't seen the last one. Uh, no Way Home. No, no, we won't, we won't go into spoilers, but I will say this. I didn't care about Tom Holland as Spider-Man I until this I can't stand one. him. I can't stand him as Spider-Man. Uh, tell you the truth, yeah, Andrew is- Garfield was my Spider-Man. He was my Peter Parker. See, I did I, like Andrew um, a little bit. Um, Tony felt the same way before this movie. And, 
and by the end of this movie, Tony, even Tony came to me, was like, hey, he did a really good job in this one, and mm-hmm. he's starting to make me like him. So, so uh, yeah, definitely I go into go, after that one. De- definitely go into this one with an open mind because that kid acts his tail off in this one. Oh, I'm sure. And, you know, I heard my Spider Man's in there, so we'll see. <laughs> well, he did such a good job because my issue with the first two movies he was in is there was nothing at stake for him. He didn't experience tragedy. Because, you know, with a. Uh, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, and Tony <clears throat> McGuire, they both experienced tragedy. Sure, no spoilers. One, but, right, and like in the Spider-Man, you know, the, what what is it, a homecoming and um, far from home? Right. There's nothing really at stake. So, you know, the new one, I kind of had a lot of respect for him. I was like, okay, sure. I can be on board with it. Yeah, I would so, love it if we'd stopped with Spider-Man for a bit, but. I, I you know. just want them to do an authentic job as Spider-Man. I, you know, Tom Holland was okay, but I, I, I think they kind of killed the whole origin story and how he got a suit and all that stuff. You know, yeah. Spider-Man grew up, he was a nerd, you know, and you know, he was kind of jaded, you know, with everybody. Mm. He was being bullied and whatnot. He got bit by a radioactive spider and, you know, got these abilities, and then he built his suit. He made his, you know, web shooters. He did all this stuff on his own. But the yeah, Tom Holland stuff, it's Arfield's. all it's all gifted to him by Tony Stark. I this this is how I feel about Superman. I want a re I want a good real Superman. You missed Man of Steel. I, I am sick and tired of my Superman complaining all the time about how horrible his life is and how horrible humanity is and how deeply horrible his whole life is. Have, have either of you watched Superman Bro. and Lois? I have. I, I love have it. Not. It's so I good. Not. I it's love it. It's so good. That is Why? one of my favorite shows. Why is the CW who makes the stupidest dumb child <laughs> the dramas freaking... the, on, the only ones who understand what Superman is. Oh, Superman's seen... so good. I, I can't stand Episode... the fact that he has a five, you know, five o'clock shadow on his face every time, but you know, whatever. Episode, the episode three of that freaking series. And I'm standing on my couch and the thing's over. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. That's Superman. That How is Superman. Everybody else get it wrong. Right. No, it's so good. Superman that show is, is so good. Superman, Superman, the reason Superman is so good is because Superman is, I'm not innately a human. But right. I love these people so much because of their innate care and their innate desire and their innate drive for hope and their innate drive to get better. It's That's the what humanity. Superman is. Right. Yeah, and the entire and the entirety of the freaking um, Christopher Nolan Superman, the um, freaking Man of Steel, and Batman v Superman. Superman's like, oh, people suck. <gasps> That's not I mean, Superman. It's not wrong. God damn it! That's not Superman. <laughs> I should, I should really piss you off and send you this meme I found years ago. It's a picture of Batman and Superman above him, and it says, "In this picture is the most powerful." Being in all of the universe and standing behind him as Superman. <laughs> I'm all sorry, right. dude. Superman is so boring. 
Oh, I Superman. Like... Dude, Superman was my first superhero movie ever. So, well, the uh, Richard Donner Superman is a good movie. I do like that one. Yeah, I no, thought it was great. a kid, I loved it. But, you know, the TV series, of course, there was we had The Amazing <clears throat> Spider-Man, you know, 1970s. Yeah. You guys probably are not familiar with it, but it was cheesy. Oh, I it was... watched it. It was very cheesy. <laughs> oh, horrible special effects and didn't follow the comics at all. It's still good, though. Oh, it it is. I mean, but, you know, he didn't do this. You know, he went like this. Oh, yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, it was it was dumb. He jumped up on our wall to kick somebody's butt and then, you know, whatever. And you could actually see the wires pulling him up the building. But, um, you know, the first superhero movie, man, was Superman. I mean, that was... That was the end all be all. I mean, watching Christopher Reeve was fantastic. You know, I was super sad when he passed away because, I mean, he was Superman to me. See, I liked all the old Superman movies. Everyone hates on the one with, um, God, what's that? That stupid blonde haired dude. A lot of people hate that. I think that's the fourth one or whatever. Oh, uh, everybody what was it? hates uh... that. The quest for hope or something no, like that. Quest for peace. That that was a stupid. Yeah. It, no, that one needs to go away. That needs to be blown up with nuclear <laughs> weapons. And, that's the one yeah. that killed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was horrible. See, Austin, you're lucky because your Captain America was good. Mine was shit. They did a Captain America movie in the '90s that was so bad <laughs> it only went on TV. It's horrendous. and Marvel and he's got the bicycle helmet. Oh yeah, no, it was yeah. bad, and his uh, his shield was clear, so we had red rings and a clear. You know, it was yeah, it was yeah, it was horrible. Well, my Superman. See, like, I always. No, go ahead. Yeah, my Superman's Brandon Routh, um, Superman Returns, when he catches the airliner as it's going down into the um, that was baseball cool. stadium. That, that was, was cool. cool. I couldn't stand Kevin awesome. Spacey as. Uh, Lex Luthor, it was, though. It was I, literally the only good part of that movie, but yeah. it was cool. Kevin Spacey sucked. Um, I didn't mind him, but I thought the kid that from Social Network and the Batman versus Superman movie, I thought he did okay. He was all right. He was basically Mark Zuckerberg, though. Yeah. That's basically just, what he is. Yeah, I just didn't like the whole premise of uh, Superman Returns. Yeah, he returned, See, I didn't but, care for... Eh. Like, I didn't care for Wonder Woman being in there. Like, when she came on, I was like, okay, I like the person that's playing Wonder Woman, so that's cool, but not enough to care for them to put her in the movie. I've never really been a Wonder Woman person anyway, so, I mean, I'm a little biased. Yeah, when they're cute, Austin, they're cute, know? right? So Yeah, pretty much. It's like eye candy. You're right, exactly. <laughs> Austin, you want to hear something? Here's a good story for everybody. So, I'm barely 30 years old, but... I was talking about a year or so ago to a guy I used to work with who was like 19 years old. And we were having this discussion about Batman. And I was like, man, I love the old ones, even though a lot of people hate on him. He's like, oh, me too. Christian Bell was amazing. I was like, no, 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 no. The old ones. And he's like, what do you mean? Because Ben Affleck's the new one. I was like, no. Oh, damn. He's like, hold on, dude. Like, how old are you? And I told him, he's like, he's like, dude, I grew up watching like the Christian Bell ones. And I was like, yeah, no, never mind. Fuck yeah. this conversation. This isn't going to work. That made me feel old, though. I was like, what? No way. Dude, don't even That's get me why... started on feeling old, man. I'm talking to you guys. I'm feeling old. So. 
You know what I also remember from growing up as a kid? They had a fantastic four movie before the shitty one with Jessica Alba. Oh, dude. That one was crap, too. That was horrible. That was never meant to be released. It was a proof of no. concept, and it got leaked. I watched it. Yeah, I saw it, too. They, it was horrible. I found it at a truck stop for two ninety nine. I found it at a uh, uh, Comic-Con in Denver, so oh, yeah. I, I, I got it Guaranteed, for about three bucks yeah. or so, yeah. Because I've been I to Denver so, Comic-Con, and I'm, they sell all types of stuff like that. I am just so excited for the uh, for the MCU Fantastic Four. We we um, need yes. like a solid know, Fantastic Four movie, and I'm just, I I can't and and even you, Tony, who are like, oh, I don't really like the chatty, funny, quippy like family stuff. If there's one one group that that will really work with, no matter what, it's that group. That group has to be funny, quippy, and like a, about like a little family sitcom. It's what it has to be. Uh, I, I just can't. Right. I'm so excited. I enjoyed the first. Well, season- I enjoyed the first Fantastic Four movies because of Chris Evans. I mean, he was funny as hell in those movies. Yeah, I love those because my wife was in them. But um, your wife was in them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but uh, Jessica Alba, man, oh Jessica Alba, (laughs) Dark Angel, the new one was awful. Oh, I love oh, Dark Angel. I was just talking good, about this the but... other day. Yeah, the, no, movie the movies are terrible. Good, but, I mean, Chris Evans was funny. He he brought the, you know, you know, and Michael Chiklis was the thing. I mean, he was the thing. Yeah. I, I, I thought he did great with that. Uh, Chris Evans, was... you know, the Human Torch, he was great. But, um, yeah, Jessica Alba, oh, it... good Lord. Dark Angel, love but her. It wasn't like a, oh, I was talking about it the other day, and Austin had no idea what I was talking about. Austin, basically, there was the show with Jessica <laughs> Alba, right? And it was phenomenal. It only got like I don't know four seasons, if that. But that was a great show. It was great until the end. It, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they canceled it. Probably because nobody watched it. But well, the story kind of got weird. Yeah, it's basically Blade Runner and Terminator and a bunch of different things put yeah, together. Yeah, there's mutants <laughs> involved, and yeah, yeah, it's, just... it's with a chick who's supposed to look hot, and that's basically it. But so yeah, it wasn't Jessica like, Alba, impressive. She was my. Oh, she was the perfect choice. Oh yeah, she was awesome. <laughs> the, Vital hands, man. I, I hate her. the new. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about Alba. You're lying. <laughs> So I hated the new. Oh, Fantastic so your wife Four, is though. actually that coming in and saying, "Hey, shitty. don't talk about your wife." I get you. She heard me say Jesse Alba, and it really wasn't so well. <laughs> She's like, "Don't talk about like, her ears." Haircut. Oh, uh, she heard Jessica, and then she was like, "Wow, he's talking," and she came out. <laughs> she came out here, but uh, <laughs> so the newer one though, the last one we got with Miles Teller, I was looking forward to it. I went and saw it. That movie was so bad I actually preferred the ones before it. I that turned it off awful. halfway through. It was it was horrible. It was stupid. It felt like something where they hire all these decent actors to do a movie that that's pretty much it. They were just hired to do something. They had no emotion. The story made no sense. It pissed me off that Victor Von Doom was supposed to be smarter than Mr. Fantastic. That made no sense to me. I was really irritated how they changed a lot of shit up. 
Right. And it's just yeah, Mr. It was Fantastic boring. is the smartest person in universe. Right. Like no one's He's actually smarter, smarter than, than Tony Stark. Stark. Oh yeah. He's yeah. The, he he's the sci- he's been the scientist supreme more than anybody else. Right. Right, and they fucked that up. He's literally the, they let he's be literally the smartest person to ever live. Yep. That's one they better get right. The only way I'll watch it is if what's his name? Krasinski actually plays Mr. Fantastic. Oh, that would be awesome. Because he's been wanting that for yeah, so he, long. And I, he, I would watch it if and, he does it. Yeah, he and his wife being Sue Storm. Uh, what's Ooh. his wa- wife oh. in, real, in real life? She's oh, blonde. God, she looks name. exactly like Sue Storm. John. Emily Blunt. She was in uh, Emily. Yeah, Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily, yeah. yeah, Emily Blunt is Sue Storm. And, and oh, who was? Someone told me someone to play Ben Grimm. He's like, a, oh, he's an old. He's an old comedian. He's like a big, heavy comedian from New Jer- from um, New York City. I don't remember what his name is, but um, anybody who's listening, Nando V Movies on YouTube did a whole. Um, did a whole thing about um, casting these, and does a great job. So if you're ever bored, Nando V huh. movies on YouTube. Watch that. He's now he did Fantastic Four, and now he's going through um, the X Men right, right now, and it's so good. Nando v, v movies is such a great YouTube channel. Oh, very um, cool. Not sponsored, but Nando V movies is awesome. Nice. I have to check it out. You know what I I do like now that we're on the topic. They're so stupid, but they're totally worth watching. Those college humor Batman uh, skits they do on YouTube. Oh my goodness, they're so funny. <laughs> those were so Batman? fucking funny. Yes. Dude. Like, oh, he's awesome. Yeah, those were the best. I, I love not. those. Someone told me to watch it. And I was like, it sounds stupid. And I was watching. And I was like, no, Good. they're fantastic. I watched all of them, yeah. and they're actually supposed to be making more. Those oh are kind of cool. I mean, they're Wayne. you know goofy, he, but he actually had. It's a, nice to get uh, that little bit of a humor in there too. He actually had. So a talk I really show. hope they don't put humor in this new Batman movie. I swear to God. Yeah, the that guy that really did those, me off because uh, you can't have humor in a Batman movie. Well, the guy that did the whole Paul Schumer <clears throat> Batman movie or what the fuck? you know clip. Dude, what just happened? Hold on, my phone's acting up now. This is great. <laughs> this Not is great. Uh, you know, great uh, production here. Right, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, we're a real professional. So the people on the podcast would be like, "What the fuck's going on here, man?" I, I don't know. <laughs> You know, just uh, listen to it because it, it's good. I trust me, it's good. But you know, shit. Um, unfortunately, we've hit the end of the road. Uh, God, an hour is just not enough time. Uh, Joe, we'd love to have you back on sometime if you're interested. Man, no, bring me on anytime, man. Seriously, man, I had a good, great time. So you know, uh, you know, I love to talk about anything because uh, you know I've had a a lifetime of experiences. So whatever you guys are interested Perfect. in talking about. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, definitely. We've had a lot of fun, and um, this time I'll make sure I, I I'm actually here for the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, uh, thanks, guys. I, you know, I've been, you know, did wrestling and acting, and you know, was extras in movies, and you know, oh, all that it. stuff. So, you know, that I'm I'm down for whatever conversation, guys. So that's wonderful. Right. Before we close this, I just forgot this, Austin. Remember, I was telling you about. How I knew a guy that was in the first Spider-Man. Yeah. That's Joe. He was an extra in Spider-Man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to show you that part. We went through this and I was like, we were talking about Spider-Man. I was like, wait a minute. I know someone that was in Spider-Man. <laughs> I remember this was actually, this was a cool story. But uh, 
Thanks, guys, for listening. If you like what you heard here, check out our backlog. We have a ton of episodes at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Joe, again, thanks, man, for joining. Um, I'm here anytime, man. Absolutely. Austin, I will see you on the Friday episode, buddy. Absolutely. Adios. All right. See you guys.